This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. On today's program, I'm talking about an end times lie related to hell that most Christians believe in. It's very, very troubling. You need to understand this issue. I'm also talking about Israel is preparing to go to war with Iran. They're passing the budget and they're doing military exercises preparing to bomb Iran. This, this is getting very, very serious. I'm also talking about a Florida school board member who took a group of elementary school children to a gay bar, and she is so proud of the fact that she did that. I'm talking about the war on kids. I'm also answering your questions such as, why does God allow the devil to exist? I'm Jimmy Evans. Welcome to The Tipping Point Show. Welcome to the show today. I want to encourage you, first of all, if you haven't subscribed to my channel, push the subscribe button there and also the like button. Uh, the, when you subscribe and when you like the videos, it means they go out to more people. We are able to reach more people with these, so be sure and do that. Uh, thank you also for joining me today. I've got a really important message. In the last program that I did, I talked about an end times lie related to heaven, and there are many people who believe in universalism, and that is everybody goes to heaven, okay? Well, there's another cousin lie to that, and that is there is no hell. That many, in, in spite of what the Bible clearly teaches, there are a lot of people believe that hell doesn't exist. I mean, that, it's a wonderful thing. I mean, you know, if it were real, that everybody goes to heaven and there is no hell, but that's not what the Bible teaches. But many pastors, theologians, and churches, many denominations now teach that there is no hell. One study said that 35% of Baptists, 54% of Presbyterians, 58% of Methodists, and 60% of Episcopalians do not believe in a literal place called hell. Also, 71% of students studying to be ministers in the eight leading seminaries in the United States do not believe in a literal hell or heaven. Uh, Moonies, Christian Science, Mormons, Jehovah's Witness all deny the existence of hell or change its function from what the Bible teaches. Many positive thinking preachers, you know, uh, PC preachers will not teach about hell. But I want you to understand, first of all, that uh, denying the existence of hell is one of the signs of the end times. When people will not accept teaching that is unpleasant to them, this is one of the clear signs of the end times. This is 2 Timothy chapter 3. This is the Apostle Paul. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. 
I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, have, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and will turn away their ears from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Now, Paul says here, all scripture is inspired of God. That literally means the breath of God. It means it's God breathed. And so the scriptures are inspired of God. And he says, I, I charge you, preach the word, preach the word of God. Now, this is what I do. And so whenever I teach and you're listening to me, I use many scriptures because I teach the word. I'm not teaching my opinion. And anytime I'm sharing an opinion, I will tell you this is my opinion. But we're supposed to preach the word. And it says the time will come when men will not endure sound doctrine. Okay. And so what is sound doctrine? Sound doctrine is what the Bible says. That's sound doctrine. That's very clear. And so when, when it, we have a point in time that comes when men will not endure sound doctrine, this is what uh, Paul is talking about. And we are there. The teaching of hell. Many people are denying now the teaching of hell because it's inconvenient. It's unpopular. You know, it's controversial, whatever. Unfortunately, it's just Bible teaching. This is what the Old Testament says. Psalm 917. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Daniel chapter 12, beginning with verse 2. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. This is Isaiah 66. For as the new heavens and the new earth which I shall make remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. And they shall go forth and look upon the corpses of men who have transgressed against me, for their worm does not die and their fire is not quenched. They shall be an abhorrence to all flesh. This is what the New Testament teaches. This is Revelation 14. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And, their sm and the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they shall have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image, whoever receives the mark of his name. This is Revelation 20. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. And books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This is Jesus in Matthew 25. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, you did not visit me. 
Then they will also answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And they will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into everlasting life. This is Mark 9. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed rather than having two hands to, uh, to go to hell, into the fire that shall never be quenched, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame rather than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that shall not be quenched, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. This is Matthew 10. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. And whatever you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body about hell. Jesus taught about hell 11 times, more than he taught about heaven. And so you just simply, biblically, now if you don't believe the Bible, that's that's honest. If you just say, Jimmy, I don't believe the Bible, great. But if you say you're a Christian and you're a person of the book and you don't believe in hell, you're not reading the Bible. The, the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament is full of explicit teaching, not, impl not implicit teaching, explicit teaching about the presence of hell. And again, in the day that we live in, it's not popular. And some people just say, well, I don't believe that. That doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me feel good to know that maybe I have some friends or relatives or someone who are in hell. It doesn't make anybody feel good. But the point is, it's the truth. It's why we preach the gospel. It's why we live our lives for God. There is a real heaven. There is a real hell. And there's four different groups of people, basically, that deny the existence of hell. The first are atheists. Uh, they don't believe in God or anything spiritual, so they don't believe in heaven. They don't believe in hell. But the second group is called the annihilationists. Now, this uh, to annihilate. And they uh, base their beliefs on Matthew 10, 28, where Jesus said, Fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. And so they believe that when a person goes to hell, they're destroyed. They cease to exist. Again, that's wishful thinking. But the word destroy there means eternal destruction. It means for an, eternal, uh, an eternity in hell's flames, you're being destroyed. And so there is no annihilation uh, truth to that. The third, they're called ultimate reconciliationists, and they believe that hell is where a person goes, and they're ultimately purified. In other words, the flames of hell purify that person. And so like uh, Adolf Hitler uh, he's a bad guy, and he'll be in hell for a long time, but ultimately he'll be cleansed and go to heaven. But Jesus said the worm never dies, the fire is never quenched. Hell is the everlasting. And that's, again, a clear teaching from the scriptures that I just read to you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. The fourth group that doesn't believe in hell are the universalists. 
And these are the people talked about last week that everybody goes to heaven. There is no hell because everybody's in heaven. So you have those kinds of people. And again, there are just, you know, Christians who haven't thought it through. They, they don't read the Bible carefully or whatever, or it's inconvenient for them. What I'm saying to you is the Bible's truth. It's telling us the truth. And there is a hell. Now, if you're a Christian, you don't have to worry about hell, but there is a hell. And so when you have a person that says to you, so you're saying to me, if I'm not a Christian, I'm going to hell. Let me tell you how to answer that question. Okay, because it's a setup. Here's how to answer that question. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that's what the Bible says. And I agree with the Bible. I'm not telling you you're going to hell. The Bible tells you you're going to hell. Jesus clearly taught if you reject him, if you do not believe in him, you're condemned. Is You're going to go to hell. And so if, if, if they say, I don't believe that, I say, great, you know, don't believe it. But I believe it is what the Bible teaches. I can't enforce it on anybody, but I'm saying there is a real hell. But by the way, if there is no hell, there's no heaven. I mean, if, if we don't believe what the Bible says about hell, why would we believe what it says about heaven? In fact, if the Bible, if, if what it says about hell isn't true, the Bible is a worthless and untrustworthy source of information. I wouldn't spend five seconds reading the Bible if I believed that any major theme of the Bible were not true, because then you can't trust any of it. And so if the other thing is, if there is no hell, why did Jesus die such a gruesome death on the cross? I mean, why did he die like that? Why should we repent and live for God? You know, the, the message of the Bible is repent for the kingdom of heaven's at hand, but, you know, repent or you'll go to heaven. You know, why should we repent? Why should anyone risk their life preaching the gospel? Okay. By the way, what are we being saved from? Heaven? You say, well, I'm a Christian. I'm saved. What are you saved from? If there is no hell, you know, what are we being saved from? But if there is a hell, and I'm saying there is a hell, you have to take life seriously knowing we're going to heaven. And I want you to listen to the statement I'm about to make. Everything in this life has an eternal consequence. Even if you're a believer, there are eternal rewards. There aren't punishments for believers eternally. Everything is a reward. The judgment seat of Christ is a judgment seat of reward. So if you're a believer, did you know that Jesus said, if you give a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who believe in me, you will not lose your reward. Every time you do something good on this earth for Jesus and for people, you realize you, you will experience an eternity of reward for that, an eternity of reward. In other words, this, this is for keeps. But do you realize for a person who does not know Jesus Christ, they will spend an eternal, uh, eternity in hell? There is an eternal price to pay for re rejecting Jesus. This is John chapter 3. This is Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. We have to believe in Jesus. And I know most of you watching this right now, you believe in Jesus. And I'm just saying this is the best decision you can make in all of eternity because there is real hell. And there is a real heaven. And when we choose Jesus, we choose heaven. When we reject Jesus, we reject heaven. And hell is the only alternative. There aren't four or five places where you can go for all of eternity. There are only two. There is heaven 
and there is hell. And the other thing is this, this is why we preach the gospel. Because if you love your family, if you love your friends that are unsaved, if you care about people, the number one thing you can do for them is pray for them. The second thing you can do for them is share your testimony. In other words, people a lot of times are afraid of witnessing because they think that they have to understand theology to witness. You don't. Witnessing is not what you do. It's just who you are. When you're telling a friend about Jesus, you're just telling a friend about what Jesus did for you. And you just said, you know, you're going through this situation right now. I would encourage you to invite Christ to come into your heart and make him the Lord of your life. You know, and just see what happens. Uh, because he's, he is the answer. Very lovingly, very graciously, we can tell other people about Jesus. But when you support your church, when you support this ministry, when you support ministries that are preaching the gospel, you are helping people to hear about Christ, accept Christ, and go to heaven and to avoid hell. And the purpose of this show is to say today, there is a hell. The Bible is true. There is a hell. There is a heaven. For those who believe in Christ, there is a hell. For those who reject Christ, it is the clear teaching of the Bible. And if you're a Christian, my encouragement to you is believe the word. Don't believe whatever people say. Don't fall under the pressure or the political correctness to where you have to say what everybody else wants you to say. We need to be loving people, but we need to stand on the word of God. And we're facing eternity in these end times. It means that Jesus is coming soon. And we are facing heaven or hell very soon because we're living in the end times. If you're a believer, congratulations. You'll never have to worry about hell. If you're not a believer or you don't know if you're a believer, pray this simple prayer. Just say, Lord Jesus, pray after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you. I ask you to come in to be my Lord and Savior. I confess my sins to you. And I ask you to forgive me. Give me the gift of eternal life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And give me the power to change and the power to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, congratulations. That's all it takes for Jesus to come into your heart and for your new eternity to begin. I'm going to go now into the subscriber portion of this program. If you're not a subscriber to endtimes.com, go to endtimes.com. If you are a subscriber now and you're watching this on YouTube, you need to go over to endtimes.com to be able to see the full program here. Uh, I'm about to talk about Israel. There's a couple of major issues right now related to Israel. I'm talking about the school board member from Florida. Also answering questions. If you're not a subscriber, it's $7 a month, $77 a year. We would love to have you be a subscriber. Go to endtimes.com right now. Become a subscriber. And also, if you are a subscriber, stay tuned or go over to endtimes.com, and we'll have the rest of the show coming up here in just a minute. 